Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time once again with you today. As you know, I'm always, always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart, real deal expert guests, and today's show is right on par with that. I want to introduce my my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I'm excited to pick his brains for you today. Now... For the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind groups, or through Powerful Words Character Development, All-Star Cheer Sites, or Dance Sites Done Right, you know how much I focus on making sure that we're always taking full and complete advantage of all the technology and marketing avenues out there, right? Well, this show is going to help us to do just that. So today, it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable info about what I consider to be a super hot topic right now. Um, and he's also got a really fun way to deliver it. So I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be awesome. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. We, uh, we only get one trip around this merry-go-round, right? So let's make sure it's a hell of a ride. All right, boys and girls, it is now that time. I need you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your child, your spouse, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I want you to get every single second of it. So, before we officially get going, I want to give you a little bit of background about our guest today. So, Niall Nickel is a self-made, self-made time-tested LinkedIn expert. He attended business school at St. Petersburg Eckerd College and has incorporated his love for technology into all of his businesses. Niall has a vast social media background and when LinkedIn was launched, he was one of the first people to dive in noticing the tremendous SEO potential and value behind it. He's a true expert in this field. As he will tell you, he's tried and failed at almost all of the suggestions that LinkedIn recommends. Well, Niall, it is an honor to have you here, so uh, welcome to The Real Deal. Hey, it's always great to be with you, Jason. Thank you. My pleasure. So, before we get started, for those of you, for those who haven't really had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak, do me a favor. Take a second. Share your story with our listeners. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Niall Nickel? You know, if you would ask me that that question a few years ago, I probably would have a very different answer. But I get really excited these days uh, about helping people uh, get successful in their business. Uh, you know, it may sound corny, but after I, I think you reach a certain level of success in your own business, uh, you get excited when you can help other people get that same level of success in their business. And it, it's really one of the things that jazzes me almost more than anything else in teaching people how to do that. Fabulous. Well, there are a ton of folks on this uh, listening to this podcast that definitely need your help in regard to what we're going to be talking about today. So... Um, for those of you who haven't guessed, you know, I'm going to pick Niall's brain about LinkedIn. Um, it's something that I know is super important, and for those of you who know me, uh, you know that 
I find that the uh, the guests I choose for the real deal are people who I know can absolutely help me, and therefore I believe they can also help you. So let's uh, let's dig right in, Nile. What kind of business is LinkedIn best for? Well, you know, I made a list of that not too long ago, and and the only problem is is it's good for about ten or twelve different things. So, uh, you know, and there are different strategies for depending on what you want to get out of it. So the real the real question is not so much, and, and by the way, this is where I start with people, is what is your real goal? What do you want to accomplish? Um, and I work with high school students all the way through seniors that are looking at getting out of the working force. So, and LinkedIn could be used in any of those areas. So, you know, my big question to people is always first, what do you want to get out of LinkedIn? which is not what you usually hear. Most people say, well, it's great for finding a job or it's great for finding business partners or, you know, it's great for finding new connections that uh, that work in a similar area that you do that can help you improve what you're doing. But, uh, you know, quite frankly, it's good for all of those things and a lot more. Mm. Mm. Will you do me a favor? Uh, for those who might not yet be familiar with LinkedIn in general, um, can you give kind of like a really, really, really high-level overview of just, you know, what the tool is? Sure. And, and I'm going to tell you one thing that it's not first, and then I'll jump into what it is. Most people looked at LinkedIn as either an online Rolodex or a place to share their resume with the world. And while you certainly can do both of those things with LinkedIn, it's so much more than what I really see LinkedIn for is one of two things, and this is how you apply it to a number of different areas as well. Either the greatest social media tool to give you SEO presence, simple translation, is allowing you to be found for what you want to be found for anywhere on the Internet. The other thing that LinkedIn is great for is finding that exact right perfect fit person for whatever you're looking for, whether that's an employee, whether it's a business partner, whether it's a vendor or whatever. But being found and finding people in simple terms, the greatest thing that LinkedIn is good for. Wild. Okay. That's actually really helpful. Let, let's talk about some of the nuts and bolts then. Um, what is a connection and um, like this is I guess the question I have. How many should you have? I mean, it's not like Facebook, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, good question, and this is probably one of the most contentious questions in the LinkedIn world. Um, I fall on the side of um, absolutely every connection that you could ever have is a good connection as long as it's real. And I say as long as it's real because there are a lot of fake profiles on LinkedIn. Hmm. Talk about some quick and easy ways to identify those. But... Um, there are, uh, there's another school, if you will, that says only connect with people that you absolutely know um, and that you do business with today. Uh, in fact, that's LinkedIn's advice specifically. And there are a few industries where I think that makes sense. Uh, however, there are very few in most industries that make sense to have more connections than less. Um, and as a matter of fact, I think you absolutely positively always want to have more than 500. Uh, so that you're in that 500 plus category, you look real. And once you get there 
And unless you're pretty sophisticated, most people can't figure out how many connections you have beyond 500. Got it. Got it, got it. Now, one of the things that I mentioned was um, a good question. And uh, I don't know, do you remember the movie uh, Six Degrees of Separation? Absolutely. You know, the kind of bacon bit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, they have, uh, there's been studies going back into the 1800s, and recently there's been some fantastic studies done by MIT that really take the six degrees of separation to a new level, and they found that really um, the number is about 6.6, but uh, with 6.6 degrees of separation, uh, you know, one person connect to any other person in the world. Um, you know, that's how connected we are. And uh, I'm sharing a BBC video up on my LinkedIn Focus site. So, you know, for people that are interested, it's about a 50-minute video. But it is entertaining, it's fun, and it demonstrates why more connections are absolutely better than less. That's fair. That's fair. Let, let's talk about groups for a second. All right. So what's a group on LinkedIn, and, and what goes into starting, you know, I guess, and or running a group? Sure. Um, a, a group is a niche uh, of LinkedIn where you, rather than talking to the entire uh, professional world on LinkedIn, you're trying to niche your audience or get people that have exactly the same interests as you do. And to start a group, it's fairly easy. Uh, you you know, go into LinkedIn to the, the uh, I think it's the other tab now. I, I always have to actually be looking at it because they change so frequently. Um, and you go to groups and, and literally if you start a group right there, um, you're able to start it. The only problem is, and there's not more than about I don't know, 25 questions in total. And when I say questions, some of that includes uploading logos and things like that. But the real challenge most people have with groups is there are basically two different types of groups. There are open groups and there are closed groups. And one of the things that I recommend is that people always use a closed group on LinkedIn. Uh, you get better SEO with an open group, but people like to share uh, and they're more open to share in a place where they feel like this is their crowd and not everybody could get in. It's only the insiders. And that exclusivity really helps you build a group much bigger and much faster. And it's exactly the people that you want in the group. In my case, I've got one group that is nothing but my perfect ideal clients. And, uh, you know, that's sort of neat because many times, in fact, in most cases, they search me out and say, hey, I'd like to join your group, which means they're automatically self-selecting themselves to be my ideal customer and then asking if they can be on my list. Mm. A little bit different than a lot of other internet marketing type techniques. Right, 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 right. As far as running it is concerned. The, the big part of running a group is to... Um, is to battle what LinkedIn continues to battle, and that is to make sure that you have relevant content posting and relevant discussions. You make sure that uh, you don't have any spamming going on, you don't have non-relevant discussions going on, uh, and, and then beyond that, what you decide to do, do you allow competitors in, do you not allow competitors in? Uh, you know, those type policies are, are 
sort of what you individually select, but the real thing for people to be active in a group and have the group growing is to feel safe, feel like there's no spam, and have topics to discuss. Now, interestingly enough, when you start a group, and I don't care how niche the group is, truly, um, once you get to somewhere between 100 to 300, depending on how niche the group is, the group starts to take on its own life, and they start to carry on their own discussions, which is awesome, because you know, if this is your group of ideal clients, what are they discussing? They're discussing their fears, their concerns, their questions. And those are all of the topics that you want to be able to address with them. So whether you're able or desire to participate in the discussion, or you're just a fly on the wall watching this discussion, uh, it, it allows you not only to better understand that group, but in some cases to jump in and show your expertise and, and help guide and direct them with the answer. That makes a lot of sense. It definitely makes a lot of sense. Would you mind sharing what some of the best uh, profile do's and don'ts are? Because I'm guessing a lot of people goof this up. Yeah. You know, most people look at the profile as, uh, as their resume. And there's one thing that you want to do. I'll say two things you want to do on the profile. One is if you want to have a great headline. Uh, and if you've got a great headline, uh, the default headline that LinkedIn will supply you is your current employer and your current position with that employer. So if you work for IBM and you're the president, it will say just that, president of IBM. Um, but that really isn't what people search. Remember early on I said LinkedIn is absolutely one of the best search tools you've ever used. So what you want, and you've got 120 characters in this headline, is you want to use the keyword-rich USB, unique selling proposition headline that attracts people to look at the profile and be found in searches. The next thing comes this big summary section, 2,000 characters. And what you want to do there is you want to tell an engaging story about you know what you do and why you do it, why you're passionate about it. And the only goal you have in that entire section is to get whoever's reading your profile to say inside their head, please tell me more. I want to learn more. If you've done those two things, now there are some other basics as well, but if you've done those two things, you probably have a good profile. I'm going to throw in one more thing because it is so critical, and that is that you have a great professional headshot picture. Not something that's cut out of another picture. Uh, not something that uh, you know you had uh, you had somebody take with your your cell phone while you were standing up against the wall. I'm talking about a professional picture. And this is one of the things that I look at the statistics and, and heat maps of people that look at LinkedIn, which is you know sort of a technical way to understand where people are looking and where they're spending time. And of all the people that look at profiles, they spend 80% of the time looking at your picture. And if it's the first impression, you need to make it count. It needs to be a good picture. That's fabulous. That, that's actually really, really good advice. Um, is there anything they actually should not be putting? Um, the, the one thing that you want to, you don't want to do in um, the profile in the summary section 
you know, I'm saying in the summary section, is you don't want to put all the facts about what you've done, your accomplishments, and your skills, and all of it. Uh, it's the wrong place for it, and people will stop reading at that point. Uh, there's a skills and experience section down below. All of that information could go there, and it's rich to go there. But all you're trying to do in that top is get them to say, tell me more. The other thing is LinkedIn is a professional platform. Whether you're a high schooler trying to get into college, or whether you're just getting ready to get out of the workforce and maybe you're looking for some great volunteer opportunities, whatever it may be. Uh, but what you want to leave out uh, of LinkedIn almost exclusively, and I say almost because there's a few areas for some of this stuff to go, but for the most part, you want to leave out the personal details. Uh, you don't want to try to get extremely personal. If there's a place to get personal and sort of engaging, it's in the summer exception but you don't want too many personal details. Uh, you know, most people, and there are some legal reasons for this as well, uh, if they start to see some personal details and all of that, they start to back away from the profile. And because of so many of the legal requirements in various industries, that's happening more frequently. So leave out as much of the personal details as you can. Understood. Well, I guess my, my, my next question, I guess, is more logical then, uh, is, you know, is LinkedIn a place to socialize? Well, you know, all I said, we've got the personal details. We were talking about the profile. Um, and LinkedIn is becoming a lot more socially engaging in the post that you share. Uh, you know, there's, they don't call them posts per se in, in LinkedIn. They call them shares. But you, it's the same thing. It's like doing a post, if you will, on Facebook that most people are familiar with. Uh, if you would have asked two years ago, people really discourage anything but just professional posting. You know, hey, here's a great story. This is what I learned here. Hey, you might need this help. Uh, I noticed this tax strategy. You know, whatever it might have been. But today, uh, certainly nowhere near the degree that Facebook is, but um, LinkedIn is becoming a lot more social and engaging on a personal level. Um, in fact, part of the strategy to have to connect with people is to... Uh, you know, look at all the posts that they're doing. There are ways to do that. And when they share out a post, you want to be able to comment on it, things like that. And you get to know people. And as you get to know people, they tend to share more things in the discussion that goes back and forth of a personal nature, just as a general part of the conversation. As you get to know each other. And LinkedIn is becoming very good for them. Fabulous. Well, it is now time for our resource of the week. So... Niall, tell me this. How can our listeners find out more about you and how you go about helping entrepreneurs to succeed? Well, the, the best thing to do is to go to LinkedIn Focus and just subscribe to my, uh, my email uh, tips. I send out uh, weekly tips, and I seldom miss a week every once in a while, traveling or whatever. And, and I don't try to pre-schedule them or anything like that, so they're real and they're live. But um, they're, they're plain and simple tips. They're great values. As a matter of fact, it's interesting. I've had a number of people that have engaged with some of my higher level products before they, they decide they want personal coaching or training. And yeah, it's, a, it's after a year and a half or two years of following my email tips. And they said, yeah, I've, I've implemented everything you said and I've just got phenomenal results. And that's just from following the free tips that they get at LinkedInFocus.com. 
Fabulous. Well, folks, that is, uh, that's your directive. Head over to www.linkedinfocus.com, linkedinfocus.com. Fabulous. Now, I always like to, uh, to end my podcast with one um, important question. So if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or to more importantly help them to live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? Well, um, as you know, Jason, I, I do some podcasting as well. And one of the things that I do to close out every podcast, and I firmly believe this. In fact, my, uh, my business name is Small Change LLC because I believe that small changes can really make a big difference in your business and your life. So what I suggest in your business is look for one small change. It's simply one that you can implement each and every week in your business. And implement it, test it, refine it. And if you just implement one new, easy, simple thing each and every week, by the end of the year, you are phenomenal ahead of any I love that 52 uh, 52 small changes every year yeah, and think about really think about the number of times a business makes a change in general you know, some businesses don't make two or three changes even small ones over the course of the year that's great fabulous advice all right, I love this. Now, thank you so, so much for uh, for sharing your time with me today. I know how busy you are, so it means the world to us that you share some of your time and your expertise. Well, it's always great to be with you, and I think the world of what you are and what you do and what you share with people, um, you know, I'm in, the, in somewhat of the same world as you are, and there aren't just many people that have a good heart, great intentions, and share great information on a regular basis, and you really do, so I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you, and the feeling is most 100% likewise. All right, folks, that is all the time we've got today. Thank you so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of our mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal. Make a plan. Work like hell towards it and achieve the success that you truly deserve. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. Go get them, folks. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.